Millennial Way, a podcast made for the on-the-go millennial, giving you tips and advice on how to up-level your career, teaching you the things they don't teach you in school. When they ask why, just tell them it's the Millennial Way. Here's your host, Chase Coleman. Y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Way, and I'm going to tell you guys this now, it's the end of Season 3, so I thought I'd switch it up just a little bit and decide to play back some of the best clips from Season 3 from some of our amazing guests. I mean, we heard from two NFL players. We heard from Ash on diversity and inclusion. We got to hear from Brandon Max about working in tech and how to build yourself up to really get into tech. We got to hear from my buddy Jordan who gave us fantastic tips on finances as well as some career advice. My buddy Mikel Abdul-Sabor came on the show and got to tell us all about moving around, getting started in your career, doing your MBA while also working, and then we also got to hear from my buddy Brock to tell us about some car buying tips, help us, help us millennials really truly understand how to go about car buying, and then Last but not least, how could I forget, or I couldn't forget, Simone, my girl, the CEO of Dress Downs. We got to hear from a true millennial entrepreneur on how to be successful and how to truly get it. And guys, I am so excited to share the best of season three with you guys today. I'm sitting here, just had a glass of red Pinot with my boy Steve. I got him drinking more wine, trying different wines. And today, I mean, we had it down at the Starbucks Roastery and Reserve, and I'm telling you guys... If you ever come to Seattle, you have to go to the roastery because it is fantastic. I just explain it to people in some short, simple words. It's the Willy Wonka of coffee. And you can't come to Seattle, the Mecca, without trying it. So you got to check it out. But you know what? I'm, I'm done talking. Let's get into this. First, we hear from Ash on D&I. Absolutely, Chase. I couldn't agree more. I think diversity and inclusion is only truly successful when there is intention behind it and when there is true allyship at all levels in the organization, including and up to the leadership team. I think that both of those things are you're absolutely spot on on those. Then we hear from my boy Mikel Abdul Sabor, DM at General Motors. For sure, for sure. Um, well, the first thing I'll say is if you have an alumni network presence in whatever city you move to, definitely get engaged, definitely get involved. Um, I didn't take advantage of that as much in the first few cities, and I'm trying to really get involved in that here in, um, in Pittsburgh now. But there's so many, you know, different events usually that most alumni networks have and hold, whether it be, you know, like a breakfast and business cards, whether it be a happy hour, um, you know, golf outings, whatever it may be. You know, those are people that are going to look out for you first and foremost, you know, before – someone who doesn't really 
have any connection with you. You know, those people that you went to school yeah. with or people that just went to your school and are fellow alumni, they want to help. You know, there's a lot of, for what, for me, for women Mary, I was, I'm grateful. There's a lot of successful alumni. Like, there really is. And they're well-established across so many different sectors and industries that, you know, yeah. if you really connect with them and, you know, you, you obviously start by having, you know, just a, a, you know, a friendship. Um, it doesn't have to, you don't have to come out the gate talking about, hey, can you help me get a job here? Can you help me get a job there? People want, people are genuinely interested in you as a person. So if you open yourself yeah. up to people and then, you know, show interest in them, you know, they're going to be, you know, more reluctant to, you know, want to help you. And so I would recommend that first and foremost, I would say um, getting involved in something that you're passionate about, whether it be um, any type of philanthropy, whether it be, you know, health and fitness, um, whether it be any type of art, anything like that, find like a hobby that you like, get involved in it. You know, for me, it was playing, playing basketball at the gym, meeting different people that yeah. way. Um, simple things like that, that you never know who you're going to meet. So you got to put yourself out there, you know, for sure. And I would say another thing, man, is, Hey, man, we're, I know we're young. It's a, it's a YOLO lifestyle. I have definitely traveled a lot, just even, oh, not yeah. even, you know, where I live, but traveling a lot. Save, save, save. You know, live below your means when you're first moving around to these different cities because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you want to you wanna be able to, you know, start building, you know, your, you know, your foundation for your family. Even if you're not thinking about a family, even don't, you're not in a relationship or whatever, um, you know, I learned that after the first couple of years out of school, but save, man, like save, invest, um, you know, learn about personal finances because at the end of the day, when you get in your 30s, you don't want to be like, oh, dang, now I need to start saving. Wait, did Mikhail just mention investing and saving? Didn't we hear from oh yeah jordan murphy we're about to hear from jordan murphy on what he thinks on on millennial investing and saving the key to being successful like isn't being super good at one thing or just gaining all the knowledge um i think the key to being successful is continuously learning and maintaining a humble heart while doing so. Um, admitting to yourself every day that you don't know everything and there's always something to learn. Um, that's literally been the whole story of my career is just moving around, learning new things, and just looking at everything as an opportunity. Um, and I think it's a good mindset to have in corporate setting but also in life too because i just think it really keeps you humble and i think humility is really key um and can i say one thing about finances actually yeah. can i say one last thing after that pitch something that, that i left out that i think is i i think is really important is we've talked about wealth building and investing and all this you know stuff that's very self-centered and i wanted to say that i think anyone who has money to invest should be giving first and by giving i mean yeah. giving to charitable you know, organizations giving back to their communities. Um, man, there's so many reasons to give, uh, selfish and unselfish. And I think before investing, you know, make sure you have enough 
to live off of um, and you're taking care of yourself. But beyond that, um, giving at least to some degree, I think is super important for everyone to do. Uh, it, you know, there's a lot of brain science that says it makes you feel really good and has health benefits, which is a little more of the selfish, but I think it also develops compassion, empathy, selflessness, um, and you yeah. giving encourages others to do the same and makes the world a better place. So before you think about investing, yeah, I would right. think about uh, giving and give to something that you feel passionate about. Um, I, I think it'll that. change your life. And y'all, I'm I'm still in shock that Jordan got two out of the final four right this year with Virginia and Texas Tech. He killed everybody in his dang pools that he was in, in his bracket pools. And I hate to say it, but if you don't listen to Jordan, then you're usually going to lose money because it happens to me every time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But you know what? Let's keep this going. Let's hear from Brandon, a software engineer at Adobe living out in New York City. And let's hear what he has to say. Put your head down, work towards what you want, uh, you know, have an end, have a goal in mind in the end, like, whether that's to, the minimum goal, I, I'm a big fan of not thinking money is a goal, because you'll never be happy, there's always more money to get, but to start, if money is yeah. your goal, then just, like, have that at the end of the mind, like, what's going to make me money, all right, I'm going to work towards that, you know, even, like, a big goal like that, do it, I just think, put your head down, focus on something, um, work hard, ask people for help, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that, bro. I think that's so valuable, and it's just like you got to be vulnerable and you got to be willing to work at the end of the day. Don't think you're the smartest one in the room because you're most likely not, and if you are the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong damn room, and don't and be also don't act like that anyway. Yeah, don't, don't ever act like that because the moment you act like you know everything is the moment everyone's going to try you and prove that you don't know everything, yeah. right? And it's like, yeah. you see that happen in the corporate office all the time where people come in and get caught on their heels or they get, their cat, cat catches their tongue because they just don't know what to say <laughs> when they get caught left on their freaking heels and they're like, oh shit, like, uh, I don't know that. And it's like, oh, but you know everything. So how come you don't know this? And it's, right. I don't know. People, people find joy in proving other people wrong, especially when that one person is like, oh, I gotta be the one person in, in, uh, Brandon's always keeping it real, y'all. I swear. <laughs> Let's keep this going. Up next is Simone, my girl out in Chicago, the CEO of Dress Downs, and she is chock full of knowledge. You caught somebody in the elevator. They ask you for 30 seconds worth of advice. What would you give them? Uh, failure is only final if you allow it to be. Wow. That sure. I might have to. <laughs> I might have to use my that as My like, pastor like gave quote. me that nugget. <laughs> no, my pastor, Pastor Ed, I have to shut him out. He gave me that nugget, and I thought it was the most wonderful thing because it's it's true. Uh, you kind yeah, of decide if your failure is final. Short, sweet, and to the point, Simone. You know I love it. And next up, we get to hear from two of my boys that I've known for a while who have both made their dreams come true and making it to the NFL. We get to hear from Donald Payne and Kyle Sloter. 
Donald is a middle linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars going into his third year. And Kyle Sloter is a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings going into his as well. Let's hear from them. It's been a long road for all, a lot of people. You know, I one thing I um I always, you know, remembered, you know, even the dude that you think was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Everybody has been through something in their life. You know, some people, uh, yeah. you know, everybody always said born with a silver spoon or this and that, this and that. At the end of the day, you know, we've all been through, you know, trials and tribulations, some more than others at the same time, you know, I really I really do think, you know, most, most people who are successful, you know, can fight adversity well. You know, there's some people, you know, who, who stay the course, but I, I do feel like most people who are successful in this world, you know, um, has can fight adversity well. Uh, um, and I think that's a that's the main ingredient to being, to being successful in this world. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And to kind of close this off, I want just to hear one last thing from you. And if you had one tip or one, you know, piece of advice for, you know, college students or young professionals or anybody who is out there just looking for a little bit of inspiration, do you have any type of advice that you would give them? And can you give it to them in like 30 seconds? Yeah. So I always said this. I talked about this when I was in college. I talked about this before I went to the league. Um, there was a lot of naysayers around um, around me making it to the league. You know, even people I knew naysayers. And I always told, you know, the media and I always told coaches and those same people said, hey, I'm not here to prove the people who doubted me wrong. I'm not here to do that. The people who believe in me, I'm here to prove them right. I'm here to prove my mama right. I'm here I'm here to prove Coach, Coach Young and Coach Hughes right who believed in me. Those people who have doubt, don't do it for them. Do it for the people that believe in you. Try to prove them wrong. Try to prove them right. And those people who, you know, who doubt them, hey, don't worry about them. The people who believe in you, do right for them. And I think that's one of the most important things is that everyone's going to have, you know, I haven't heard of even the best players. They all have, you know, stories of adversity and stories where people tell them that they can't do something. So, I mean, there's always going to be those people that, you know, try to bring you down or, you know, try to weigh on you, whatever it is. But I think at the end of the day, what made me set me apart a little bit was the fact that I always had that confidence. Like, you know, I, I want to say, like, my parents were always very big supporters of me. But, you know, after four years of not playing and me, I think we were sitting there watching Jalen Hurts play as a true freshman. And I'm like, I know that I could play at Alabama. Like, I know that that guy is not mm-hmm. better than me. And my my parents were like, no, Kyle, like, you're not. Like, you you haven't played in four years. Like, and I, and I'm like – sitting there like you can't blame them like that you haven't put on film like they're probably sitting there wondering like you know this dude's crazy for believing in himself like he hasn't played in four years he's lost every quarterback battle he he's ever been in um you know I didn't have anything to back it up so I can't blame anybody for not believing believing in me and I don't hold it against them because you know on the other side I probably wouldn't have believed in that person but having that belief in myself is what drove me and and I knew the whole time that I could do it and I I was just really confident and I think that if you really have dreams and you have goals it it shouldn't matter what anybody says if if you are putting in the work 
Nobody can tell you anything. And last, but most certainly not least, we heard from my buddy, my old teammate, Brock Turner on Millennial Car Buying, and this was an awesome episode. So let's hear lastly from Brock. I mean, just like you kind of hammered it on the head. Do your research. Uh, something that I always was told, if it feels right, it's the right decision. If you're sitting in that car and you this is the car for you, make it happen. You know, do the research. See how you can get into that car. You know, if you can't afford it today, you can always save up and, you know, strive for it tomorrow. But don't be discouraged in, you know, getting the lower trim just for, you know, Three years, three-year lease, it's over. You got more money, no negative equity. Get the car you want then. That, that's what I would definitely, you know, leave everybody with. Now, was Jordan right or what? I mean, I can't help but agree with him in majority everything, especially since he got two of the dang Final Four right and crushed everybody in his dang pools. I'm pretty sure Jordan was one of the few people besides my boy Evan Nolte who actually had Virginia winning the tournament. But you know what? It's time to hear from my boy Brandon, who's a software engineer at Adobe, and what he has to say. And that wraps up Season 3. Y'all, what a fun season. Season 4 is coming out just next week. No more hiatuses. None of that. We have fantastic guests coming on for the next season i am so excited to get this out to you guys like i'm cringing right now i'm just so freaking pumped and y'all nba playoffs are here nhl playoffs are here tune in watch some sports enjoy yourself make sure that you head over to the website it's millennialtalk.com just had a fun blog post about myself when i met uh russell wilson who is now the highest paid player in the nfl $140 million. <laughs> Boy, if I had that money, I don't even know what I would do with it. But congratulations to him. Go check it out. You might even see some funny videos of me falling or, I don't know, acting like I was once an athlete. But, y'all, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at underscore Millennial Way. And, man, I can't wait to get Season 4 kicked off with y'all next week. Have a great day. And don't forget, go do something nice for somebody today. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to follow our blog at itsmillennialtalk.com. Follow us on social media at underscore millennial way on Instagram and Twitter.